0: Welcome to the Work Reset Revolution and today I'm with Bethany Sampson and Bethany is People Director at Investors in People. She has a BSc in Biological Sciences but soon discovered that humans at work are the most fascinating. Beth is passionate about the importance of ESG and well-being in the workplace so welcome Beth. Thank you, thank you so much for having having me and hello to everybody listening pleasure. So I started the Work Reset Revolution to help inspire people to change the way we work and all our scientific research we're beginning to see climate anxiety seep into the workplace along with trauma from the last few years which are contributing to higher risks of burnout. So we have dedicated this podcast series to climate well-being, our own well-being, the action we can take to help the planet and collectively and individually so at Success, we're on a mission to help people have the right energy to look after our environment, and that means changing the way we work, think, and live. So for today's podcast, let's get started. So Bethany, I wanted to ask you, what do you think are the biggest challenges that organizations are facing? Yes, great question, and
1: I'll try and keep it short. <laughs> I, I guess it can be summed up um, by one of the words of the year last year, which was perma-change, um, we've had so much change happening as a result of external factors like the pandemic, the um, cost of living crisis, increased um, conflict across the globe. And all of that is having a, a role on impact on businesses, which then filters through to people like myself working in HR or people roles and how we manage the sort of anxiety and well-being effect of that, but also how we can harness some of the positive changes potentially for the better.
0: Yes, it's true, isn't it? The last few years have taken such toll and people are not always aware of it. So given that, what do you think are the solutions to these challenges? And maybe you could also tell us a little bit more about your work at Investors in People and what you're seeing at the moment in the workplace and on our planet. Absolutely. So just building on my previous point, um, if you're up to date with the UN Sustainable
1: Development Goals, There was a report last year that said, basically, we've had some backwards progress, if that is such a thing, um, as a result of the cascading and interlinked crises. Actually, the uh, 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development is in grave danger, along with humanity's very own survival. So I think that's the context that we're operating in. As businesses, I think the opportunity for us within that context is to create a more positive narrative. So I, I often talk about us being in a bit of a optimism recession. There's not a lot of good news that we see across social media, news outlets. Even in the kind of movies and content that we consume, a lot of it is quite negative and quite scary. So I think as organizations, we can create bubbles of optimism, of security, of you know forward-looking drive and ambition that contributes towards making that workplace and society and the planet as a whole better. I really believe that the solutions to the problems that we're having now, um, and we may have in the future, are all in people's heads, which is why I'm so passionate about the role of us as HR and people professionals in making that difference. And I've been very fortunate that Investors in People as an organisation aligns very much to my own personal mission and values, so our company purpose is actually to make work better, and we're a not-for-profit. So we're, we're solely focused on making that purpose happen. It's not about making money that goes back to, to shareholders somewhere. So all the work that we do is to partner with businesses to help them improve how they work with their people, whether it's through things like leadership, culture, and values, through their work on well-being, or how they bring in talent through apprenticeship schemes, so that they're making a lasting, sustainable improvement to their businesses, which generates better
0: outcomes for individuals, but also for performance. Thank you. And it's so true, isn't it? It's that uh, what you were saying about the, the answer to all our crises is in people's heads. And I like to believe it's also in their hearts. And yeah. if we make that heart, you know, brain connection and bringing it back to our inner wisdom, our inner collective wisdom, we do all know, really, but that's. I think what's happened is we've sort of that fear has blocked that connection to our you know wisdom, our collective wisdom, that knowing, that that gut feeling is this is what we need to do and this is what my, you know has been blocked by fear. And you know, research does tell us that we have a negative bias. So we're we're going to The news and social media outlets know that so we're going to go and pay more attention to things that are negative more than positive. But I love the fact that, yes, I totally agree it's about for businesses to give a more positive outlook and going, well, actually, look, this is what we're doing. This is what we can do. Um, This is what the future could look like. Um, and uh, getting people to to that space, and so um, and it's so wonderful that investors and people also um, are 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 paying attention and putting that sort of positive outlook there as well. So um, I'd love to ask you, following that, what does a work reset revolution look like to you? We were to say that everything as we know it would just disappear and we were able to rebuild things in a completely different way, what would that look like and and how would we navigate it? Oh, I,
1: I love this question.
0: So um, I have lots and lots of thoughts
1: on this, but I'm going to narrow myself down and talk about specifically the, the kind of work and planet connection. I think if we, if we could have a, a dry eraser and, and wipe the whiteboard clean and redesign, for me it would be centered around organizations or businesses which are built for purpose impact maybe alongside profit but definitely with purpose as a priority and defining that purpose as what difference you're making to the world so yeah. if you as an organization didn't exist what would the organ- what would the world lose as a result mm. and um following on from that I would cascade that through every area of an organization or a business. So if you refocus and reframe on being about purpose and impact on the world rather than generating profit, what does that mean for your business goals, for the environment? Um, What does that mean for divisional objectives, all focused on that, that purpose and impact on the planet? And that cascades all the way through into individual performance metrics, measurements and incentives. So, if you redesigned work focused on that purpose aspect i think it would it would transform the world if i'm not being too ambitious never too
0: ambitious <laughs> <laughs> um and i mean we often talk about in our know, climate well-being is integrating climate action initiatives as as part of our day-to-day work right and um but if that's designed if that the purpose could you give me an example of what you think that would look like, an organisation that is very clear on their purpose and how that would sort of, you know, look like for their employees?
1: Yeah, so I suppose if you, if you have a purpose statement, which is around making a positive difference to the world, the way that that could then translate through is that all of your business goals align to that and measure that impact, as well as, maybe what we'd see as a more kind of traditional financial measures, and then taking it through to a specific example, potentially within an HR or people team, something that I've been thinking about, how we can make work better for us internally with an eye on the planet impact, would be looking at things like policies and practices, benefits, for example, um, being really ruthless when you go through those in whether they drive progress and better outcomes to the planet or erode it. For example, in your expenses policy, are you incentivising people to use air travel, for example, rather than more sustainable options like trains or um, potentially car shares and that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, Even looking at stuff like flexible working and measuring the positive impact on the planet for that as well as the benefits for the business in terms of productivity or um, even employee retention and wellbeing outcomes.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much, um, Bethany. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you today. And I know our audience will really enjoy listening to you as well. So thank you so much for your time. and, and valuable Thank you. Input. It's
1: been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Work Reset Revolution. I'd like to know what has been your biggest takeaway from this conversation. As a next step, share this episode with anyone that you think may benefit. Follow us on LinkedIn at Softer Success for more inspiration to change the way we work, and contact us at infosoftersuccess.com at to find out more about our burnout assessment tool. If you have any feedback on how to improve, please do reach out to me as I'm always keen to learn more. Thank you so much for listening and we'll meet again on the next episode of Work. Reset Revolution.